Are you ready to connect with loved ones passed over? Welcome to the Dead People's Society podcast with your host, the internationally acclaimed medium, Suzanne Northrup, who has been chatting with dead people for over 30 years, written four best-selling books, and helped thousands of people worldwide connect with loved ones on the other side. During these compelling episodes, Suzanne will answer questions directly from her Ask Suzanne column, host special guests, including some dead people, and most of all, bring you closer into the world of spirit. It's like having a direct line to the other side. What will spirit tell us today? Let's find out. Hi guys, Suzanne here at Ask Suzanne. First of all, I wanna say as we approached, we just went through uh, Thanksgiving and I'm really hoping that all of you got to do the best that you can with the circumstances that are here in terms of, I know we all wanna to get together for Thanksgiving. God knows it was my, one of my favorite, very, very favorite holidays. And I'm sure like a lot of you guys out there, you had uh, family or people in the families that you knew how to make you know, great uh, pies and all of that stuff during this time. And it's, a, it's really a gathering. What's nice about this holiday is it's really just about connecting. It's not about uh, your religious preferences or for, or people that you know that you know may not have places to go that you can invite them and and give them something special that they may not have in their own life and I know a lot of people right now that are that are living alone and going through uh, difficult times I think it's probably really 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 hard so in saying all that um, I think what the most important thing is for you guys to be as safe as you can and we got to connect in a different way but connection is connection you have to understand that you know it doesn't really kind of sometimes yes, we're going to miss the hugs. We're going to miss the hanging out together. We're going to miss the conversations. So we have to like do the best that we can and do it in a different way. I have many people that I have spoken to um, are not going home to see their families. And they are, and I know people that have big families that this is like a big deal to them every year. I mean, they make arrangements. People make arrangements during this time of the year to, to go visit people because this is a time that you can, you know, go by car and you don't have to go by plane. But then of course, you know, where you live in relationship to your family or, or, or it's, and this is not even just blood family. This is a family that you've created in your life in terms of friends and through your, uh, those that you partnered with. And that's a whole other, you know, array of, of connection that we talk about. But in any case, um, I just wanted to like give you, you know, give my my thoughts and, and love to all of you out there during this time. And I know it's a tough time. And uh, now after going through Thanksgiving, we're coming up with uh, obviously the Christmas holidays and all the other December holidays, which I know for many, many people is really, really hard. And I know it's really hard for the little ones because that's kind of what these, not all these holidays, but a lot of those uh, end of the year holidays of Christmas and stuff is really about, it's about um, sharing with the little ones. And and I think that what, if, if you have any kind of tech in your house and your, or FaceTime or any of that, Bob, if you're not with the little ones, your grandchildren, or your nieces or your nephews or uh, even your own children you're gonna have to like figure out a way to, to let them see most people have something now that uh, even if nothing else an iPhone that they can they can view the, you know the kitties uh, checking out all the, the Santa Claus presences and, and all of the above here 
So we have to, you know, we have to, you know, figure out different ways. And, and I can tell you, children are unbelievable. They know how to like, they could just kind of rally and, and, and have fun and whatever the circumstances and, 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 and share their toys, maybe sometimes when they don't want to. And I know that this has been uh, one of the years that I've, I've been reading that the, the, the uh, price of games have really gone up. A lot of people have bought games. So they're doing a lot of game things in the family, which I think is just great because that's something actually that's been missing in, the, in our culture so with, the, with a lot of the high tech because that's kind of like, you know, what most kids are, are sort of now exposed to. So the fact that we're doing these games again, I think is just wonderful as a family and, and however we can sort of do that. And maybe we can do some, some you know, Zoom connected to that with um, watching the kids doing it. But anyway, I just wanted to give you my thoughts. My newsletter did go out, um, I believe on the first, if you haven't got it, check it out. There's a lot of like really nice stuff in there. And as everybody knows that traditionally for my uh, blog talk show in early December, I always do what I call my gifts to everybody. So I'll be obviously doing messages and uh, all you gotta do is log in to blog talk dot com or go to suzannenorthup.com and you can check on it right there but that's sort of my gift to everybody at the end of the year to um give some messages and uh, by i'm with that i'm also going to have a wonderful guest on sandy goodman she's she's not uh, not a secret to the show I've, I've used her actually for many of my shows actually in december because she has wonderful ideas and gifts and thoughts of what we can do as family, you know, during this time, particularly if we've lost, particularly if we've lost children and uh, other losses. But anyway, she has always great ideas to sort of come up with. So she'll be my guest, but we will definitely be giving lots of messages away for the holiday. So I'm looking forward to that. And that's December the 7th. It's, a, it's actually the first uh, Monday in December, which is usually when my show is. So tune into that. Uh, check out my newsletter. Check out a lot of other things. I mentioned in my newsletter this year that you know I have a lot of things and and, and information and podcasts galore on my website that you can just go there and click on, scroll down. You're going to see there's a whole lot of different guests that I have on there from a whole lot of a whole lot of different areas. But this time of the year is generally um, people really are feeling lost. So there's a lot of podcasts on there about grief and uh, how to connect and all the different things that, that you can do to sort of like help you and some great people, a lot of professionals, but a lot of people that, you know, that have gone through personal losses as well that um, really have sort of shared them. They've either, either authored books about them or they do what I call extended seminars and lectures on it. So there's a lot of information right there on my website, which you don't have to go anywhere. You can check it out. And I think there'll be a lot of things you, you probably would find really, really, really interesting. So anyway, I'm wishing you guys the best uh, during this Holloway season, and uh, we will go into January of 2020 soon, and um, we'll check out what's going on there as well. But in any case, all this information, of course, is on my webpage. Check it out, and you can uh, find out a lot of the other things that are sort of like going on. I'm doing a lot of things in December, as I did um, in November, with small groups and um small galleries and that's that sort. There's one December the 4th, I'm gonna do another one with Thomas John. So you can check that out as well. So anyway, um, I'm gonna to get to the questions here, but I just wanted to say a hey to everybody and give you an uptick and uh, please take care, please be safe. And anytime you can and in any way, and I know you all do this, everybody out there, because um, I hear this, I get wonderful emails. Sometimes I share them, sometimes I don't, but I just get some wonderful emails of all the wonderful things that everybody out there is doing. Keep doing it. God knows you are needed right now. And there are many people that are needing a whole lot of things from, from food to uh, 
electric bills paid to uh, getting their cars fixed. I think I wrote a story about that um, through uh, through one of my clients that had had her car breaking down and uh, has got three sons and and not a lot of income and, and works in a, in a profession that's uh, well not doing great right now. But in any case, uh, mechanic fixed her whole car for nothing. So there's a lot of that going on, and that's the, it's not just tis the season; it's tis what's going on right now. So anyway, please stay safe, stay warm. Have a great holiday, um, and I will tech to you next year. And I'm going to go take a pause here, and then I'm going to go into questions. The first question, I believe I had a similar question about this. I don't know if it was the last podcast or the one before. So you may want to review it because I go down the line and I sort of like answering them. But this is basically the question is, do all souls who are here on earth and crossing over, can they cross over and then come back to take care of unfinished business? And if so, what's the difference between someone who stays earthbound or they just pretend that they've crossed? I do know I answered this question because there's no pretending that you crossed. You're either in your body or you're out of your body, period. I mean, it doesn't, there's no in-between things. Now, if, an, if, the, if you are in between, it's your spirit, it's your soul, it's not your physical body. So there's no coming back. And I, I, one of the things that I think that I wanted to emphasize about this is, is this. Um, no one, no one can enter your field, can enter your energy without your permission. So if this is in accordance to somebody who's concerned about somebody coming back and either doing harm to them or hanging out that they don't want them to hang out or that they feel like they're gonna trick them and pretending that they're past and they're not, it doesn't work that way. Um, I honestly don't remember who wrote this, but I can just sort of tell you this, when we make our transition, we make our transition. Now, first of all, when we leave our house, there's always kind of energy that's sort of connected to it. But you really can't go ahead and just go and, you know, kind of quote unquote haunt people. It doesn't kind of work that way. I would say if there's any unfinished business, it's probably you're concerned about it being unfinished and being concerned that this person that has passed, that they can come and enter your vibration and, and just kind of do anything to you. Doesn't work that way. But in saying all that, if that is your concern, please let me emphasize this to you. No one can enter vibration without permission, period. So what you need to do is you need to be really much in your center, make your connection with God or consciousness or higher self or, or the master part of you or your soul, whatever you relate to in terms of your connection with feeling safe and at peace. And I would suggest that's where you need to go. If you're concerned about it, you can actually, there's an actual technique that you can use where you can put your, your left hand over your uh, right, put your left hand over your solar plexus, put your right hand over that and say, be gone, you're not in me going to God. And if you're very strong and you're very forceful about it, I'm telling you, nothing can enter your vibration. So some, this, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I answered this before, but there seems to be still be a concern for this person. And I would just sort of say, um, you got to let them go and not be concerned about this because nobody's going to come and, and, and kind of bother you. The energy that you're probably feeling is the leftover energy of maybe when they were here physically and maybe where you were unresolved with that person. But again, um, I just want to make it really, really clear that no one can come, enter your vibration, do any of this stuff to you um, that you do not love. So just be strong, stay in your center. Um, you can always say prayers and send them on their way and send them into you know, light or God or whatever it is that, that you're comfort with and that you feel strong about. So I hope that this answers the question this time. 
The next question is from Barbara and um, she wanted to know about a son that she has. It's in Bulgaria apparently with his family and um, things I guess have become more, a little more difficult over them and they wanna to return to the States and she wants to know when that's gonna happen. Okay, so we are in the end of November of 2020. Um, I don't have to tell you that we are in a intense pandemic here. I do know that there are very strict rules right now in terms of people coming into the country in relationship to that, in terms of quarantines and, and all of that stuff. I'm gonna assume that he's an American citizen um, and his family is. I, I, I would tell you that that would probably make the circumstances quite easier upon him. But what I wanna sort of say is this, um, I do think he'll be able to come into the country next year. I think it's gonna take some time. I don't believe that this is going to just sort of lift right away. And I'm sure that his situation is a little difficult. I would just sort of tell him to, to hang on and try to do the best that he can in the situations that he can right now until he can get home. I would say if you have family and maybe if you can rally and maybe try to help him out financially or something over the period of time, there's a lot of different ways and there's a lot of different, you know, I know things that are going on for people to help people during these circumstances. They, they have GoFundMes and things of that sort. Maybe you wanna uh, connect to friends and maybe there's, you know, there's things that you can do to sort of help him stay where he is. I, I don't get the sense that he's, he's at dire straits. I do think it's been difficult and I don't think that, you know, he's making probably as much financially as he might've in terms of his job than he was over there. Um, that's my sense of what I'm feeling about him, Barbara. But, but I do think that he will get through this with his family. I think it's gonna take a little while. My thing is I would like to make sure, like I said, I'm sure he's, I don't wanna assume, I'm assuming he's a citizen here if he wants to come back home but uh, a citizen in the States, but I would sort of say that's part, you're gonna probably have a little glitch on getting together from some of the other people that I have spoken to in relationships that are even people that I've met in, that are in the States that are from Canada have had difficulties, believe it or not, getting back home. So that's probably gonna be for a, what, a, while, a little while. So my suggestion would be to him to just sort of stick in there and say rally and try to do the best that he can with the circumstance that he's in now. I do think that he will be able to make some kind of adjustment next year, however. Um, and I would say I'm talking time-wise, sometimes we can be off a little bit only because of other circumstances that will happen. But I'm, I'm certainly thinking probably more after the spring, maybe into early summer, he might be able to make some adjustments. In the meantime, I would suggest he do the best that he can in the circumstances. And I'm sure he's trying to put money away. And maybe, like I said, you guys can help him out a little bit uh, with your friends and family. And, and like I said, they, there's a lot of people that are really trying to help people in circumstances right now. So I hope that helps. Barbara and uh, be calm, stay safe. And um, I, I, if he's been there for a while, I would take it to be you probably have already set up some kind of a either a virtual or a facelift or a Skype or something, uh, face, Facebook, I wanted to say, and to sort of keep in contact. So be well, stay safe, and um, we'll, we'll just send thoughts to your family in this during this time. Um, I think I'm talking to somebody with the name of Bond or something to that effect. I'm not positive because I got some of my, my emails. There was a whole line of them and they sort of like clouked in together. So please forgive me. Um, but I think that this is honestly something that can apply for many, many people. So although I'm going to answer your, your, your question directly, I just want to tell you this is something that a lot of people can go through. 
So this is this isn't was it was a question about this woman's brother. She said he was very handsome and he was funny and and that he was full of life and, and all of the other stuff. But it seems like he had some demons, and those demons seem to be very deep. And, and in the process of that, it feels like um, you, your as a as his sister, kind of pushed him way toward the end, and then obviously he passed. That's kind of what I've gathered from the conversation. And so of course you wanted to know about him to forgive him, you. This is this is a biggie. Uh, my dear. And first of all, it's a biggie because it's the would have, could have, should haves that we were sorry that we didn't do while somebody was here. And forgiveness is probably one of the most difficult, painful, and things that sort of hang over our head uh, than anything else because we were left undone in that, in, in that situation. So in saying that, what I will sort of say is this, where your brother is, he's not, he's not, um, that's not his deal. All right. He's not holding on to that. That's something that you're holding on to. I, I, I can assure you very strongly. I've dealt with this for years and years and years with all my connections with loved ones. And I can tell you that they're not hanging on that. And the last thing that they want for you is to hang on that one. You will have plenty of time whenever you make your transition to go over and chat with him, connect it, deal with it. But you probably need to do a lot of forgiving of yourself in this situation. And I'm sure he gets why you did what you did. Trust me, people that go through these demon things, and I see this all the times where people are there in these holes and they can't get out of them. And uh, it's, it's the people that are, that are connected to the ones that love them so dearly that it's very hard for them to see them in this tortured state. And I, I get it. We don't want anybody that we love to be in pain. That's the, the last thing we want on, the, on earth is to see people that we love in pain. But you can't stop a person's pain, unfortunately. That's the what it is. I don't care how much you love them. I don't care how much you do it for them. They're, they're in that, that path, that program. That's their deal. And um, the best we can do is kind of be there for them the best that we can. And sometimes circumstances, uh, depending on, you know, how intense the demons are and what it is and how we can't be around the destruction. I, I get it. It's so he knows this. Um, and where he is, I assure you that he is not in that place anymore because that left with him when he left his physical body. So now he is in this energy of, 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 of a very different energy, much more energy of love. And that's really what he would want you to know at this time. So trying to be in your center, um, I would, if I were you, I would try to write him letters. I would do, uh, send your prayers to him. Ask him to give him some kind of a message, even if it's a little message or something to let you know that you're, you're, that you're okay. I mean, I think that he's going to want to send you that message and you need to hear that message. So ask him if he can give you something. It's never big and dramatic. It's sometimes it's just a little thing, something you'll know that will be from him. But I always suggest to people to, you know, send messages, send, you know, send him an email, write him a letter, um, send him notes, tell him that you really need to hear something from him so that he knows how you feel in the situation. Because like I said, forgiveness is a tough one. I think you probably have to honestly, at this point, forgive yourself more than him because he knows this. And this is his, his deal when he's made his transition. He's not in that place, my dear. And you're in the harder place because you're left with the unfinishedness. So just trust me that there is a, this continuum of love, even though these things do happen in life. And I would believe in my heart that that's really what he would want you to know. So please take this to heart um, during this time, during the holiday time. This is a, a big time of, of, of letting go and forgiving and, and everything else that we, we experience other these holiday times. And I, I know he wants you to know that as well. So please take care. Be safe and uh, enjoy this time of year that's coming up.
So guys, that's it for uh, this Ask Suzanne. And uh, keep the letters coming in, keep the emails coming in. And I, like I said, I try to answer as many as I possibly can. Uh, there was quite a few this time. So I will divide these up and the probably if they're still on the list, I will certainly answer them. I try to get to, to as many as I can. And every once in a while, I write them emails. But this is much easier for me to do it in the podcast form because also it's it's being shared with a lot of other people, which believe me, like I said, that last, that last person, I can tell you that there is not one, but there's tons of people who have the questions of would have, could have, should have in terms of these kinds of passings when we're dealing with somebody who has gone through so much and difficult, you know, emotional pain. And it's always really hard when it's somebody that we love so dearly. And um, and I and I know my thoughts go out to her because I, I it's clearly that she loved her brother very much. And when these demons came upon her, that was really, really tough. But she's not in the only boat. And that's why we do this together, because many people are, are sharing these same things and this stuff really comes up always. But I have to tell you, it comes up quite significantly during the holidays. So please take in the love, um, connect with the people that you care about, send the love out to those that, that are no longer in here. You can write them letters, send them messages, ask them to be around for the holidays, ask them to give you some kind of message. Tell them you really need them this year because some of you aren't with family, some of you aren't with other people that you need to be connected to and you really need to hear them because I'm telling you, they're gonna be here during now because they know you're going through tough times. So take the love in guys and um, I'm sending my love out to you and please take care, enjoy the holidays. Um, you may have to do things different, but there's always ways. And I know most of us are ingenuitous. And now with the tech stuff doing it, we can we, we got a whole extra thing that we might not have helped, thought about. And it's not it's not the real hugs, but it will be the best hugs that we can at least get to see most people's face with the FaceTime or whatever it is that you can and, and keep the uh, keep the love going, guys. OK, uh, we'll connect again next year. This is Suzanne signing out. Be well. Take care. Stay safe.